she's 19 my 10 Just written it all hang out She's a friend uh, welcome back to Fitbit Pod. My name is Ben Lomas, and sitting opposite me is a man who's currently on his phone, the one and only Dilruk Jai Singer. <laughs> Sorry. I was trying to I was trying to queue up the song better, but I couldn't. Yes, we here we are. Yes, here That's we are. better. Someone just came back for the Yay! Uh, uh, yes, I am so pumped and driven. I'm ready to fucking take on the world, Ben. But uh, it was uh, it was the greatest moment of my life. Uh, Everyone who listens knows how much I love Eminem and how much Eminem made me thin. Yeah, because I was listening to. Remember that story I told you about how I was running, but then I gave up, and then on my way back, this Eminem song called "Till I Collapse" started playing, and I'm like, he starts. Uh, something about uh, you gotta de- search within you. You gotta find the inner strength. And I'm like, fuck you, you're right, Eminem. And I ran yeah. five kilometers <laughs> after that. I, and this is when I was like 20 kilos heavy as well. But <laughs> I that's... thought you were gonna tell a story about going to the gym and everyone made fun of you because you were no good. And then out of nowhere, you start bench pressing 180 kilos. And what story? That, that's unbreakable with Bruce Willis. You go, you <laughs> fucked it all up. Hey, we've got a guest. No, we got it. Yeah, we got a guest. We got a guest. And we don't have time today. We have a very rushed podcast. Yes, yes so we do. Our guest is a very fun. Funny, incredibly funny stand-up comedian, a very good friend of ours as well, Jacques Barrett. Yeah. Rare to get you on a pod because you're not originally from, you know, you don't hover around these parts that regularly. So no. you're based in Sydney. Based in Sydney, I'm actually spent a lot of time in the Maritimes. Yes, working <laughs> the cruise ship. So. Yeah, well, which we I want to talk to you about because we've shared a couple of cruise ship gigs together, and the diet on the cruise ship is a is a beast of its own. But um, <laughs> this is how usually the podcast was: we have a guest in, we get straight into it, yep. um, yeah, it's dope. and then we also have a catch up where me and Ben catch up on episodes where we just one on one and see what things are right with us. But we're not going to be able to catch up for a while, so I have to go to my friend Benjamin Lomas over here, who I've heard has been in a bit of uh, medical strife in the last uh, three, four days. Yes, Jacques, I, for the last, uh, probably, gotta, it has to be nearly three days, I have had, well. Where, where we last left off on the podcast, you were uh, two days into a three-day fast. Yes, three-day fast. And then when I finished the fast, I got violently ill. Mm. And I, and this is the, like. Mom's spaghetti. Mom's spaghetti. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just, I just, I, I don't know where it came from. I ate a meal and then by the end of the day, I was shit and water. Really? Like just, and like, not like a little bit, just but non It wouldn't stop. have been that meal because food poisoning takes 24 hours to strike. Was is this he- true? Is that, is it, I have a feeling we're going to get some great truth bombs from Jacques Barrett. But I'm how- making shit up. Yeah, right? exactly. <laughs> Your Wikipedia, what, what's the line that you, you say on stage as well? You know, I, most of my research is from Wikipedia. No, that's not mine. I don't say that. <laughs> But that's and then good, marijuana though. fills in the gaps. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> it is yeah, your yeah. line. That's yeah, yeah. I read, I read all of this on the internet, and then marijuana filled in the blanks. And go. that's like the <laughs> footnote to every single wild claim I make on stage. Yeah. So this is a good disclaimer for what we talk about ahead as but well. Like yeah. since I've been going through this, like everyone says that. Like someone said, it goes twenty four hours. Someone goes, no, it's six hours. Uh, someone said it's it's twelve hours. Like everyone has this. Like if it is food poisoning, mm. it's yeah. like a certain amount of like when, and it depends on your digestive system and right. all that shit. We're all trying trying to skirt around the idea the fact that we all know it's just one of your grubby fucking kids yeah oh, who's just, 
We just no, don't want to say it out yeah, loud. No, no, I want to say it out loud. Okay. It, it is. You know, kids are just bacteria sponges. They suck up yeah. that shit. They suck each other's snot. <laughs> <laughs> and, and it's just. I didn't know where that <laughs> sentence was going. <laughs> Ew. But it's just been absolutely brutal. But what yeah. a. Two kids, oh, one cup. <laughs> <laughs> That's so wrong. <laughs> well, you so said wrong. it. You set but, it up. So the, the, the weird thing about it was like I still had to work. So I was working uh, on the show Hard Quiz and so I couldn't find I, anyone to fill in for me. The irony being your pool, anything but hard. Hard Quiz, yeah. <laughs> and so I then took Gastro Stop for the first time. Okay. Right? So I haven't really taken it before. Uh, where it just clogs you up. And I took the two tablets and it did. It, it stopped oh, okay. it completely. Yeah, it Which is bad, hole. right? It plugs Aren't you hole. meant to try and flush it all out if there's a bug? Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. You try, you, you, totally. Yeah. But if you've got to do it, if you've, if you've got, got to do a gig, something. Yeah. And yeah. Doc, this is the thing Doctor Stage Lights, which we all know, when you're feeling like shit, you well, manage for people who are listening, stage. one know. Yeah, yeah. No, I'll explain. They, when you get up on stage for some reason, all the things that are wrong with you will just sort of go aside for a little bit while you're doing comedy. But gastro is the one thing it is fucking immune to Doctor Stage Lights. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it cannot. There are stories of a bunch of comics. Pat Oswalt's got an amazing story about going on a stage with the runs and him going, oh, I'll be fine, and then three minutes in just slowly shitting his pants. <laughs> right. <laughs> and it's a magical story. Because Dr. Stage Light is meant to be, the, I think, the flight or flight uh, yeah. um, uh, part of your brain that it suddenly realizes we're in fight. Okay, there's, there's some shit happening in front of us. Yeah. It's nervousness. So it's meant to block all other issues. I yeah. I've never heard that term, Dr. Dr. Stage, Stage Light. So as soon as he uh, said it, I was like, oh, that makes sense. Sounds like a good doctor. Yeah, <laughs> Dr. Showbiz is what I've heard. <laughs> Dr. Showbiz. So, but um, somehow that yeah. doctor's that prescription cannot reach the anus, is it? Just, no, I, I just think gastro just supersedes it overrides. Yeah, it couldn't. So I took it, but what I didn't know is, uh, and then I was trying to work it out later, is I took it, and then it, because I've been using my stomach muscles to just spend the whole time shitting, right? Mm. Like, yeah, it just then blocked it, and somehow it felt like my guts just expanded, and it just did my backing. What? Like, yeah, it was amazing. And I thought, this makes no sense until I was speaking to a couple of friends of mine. I was looking online. Yeah, it's instead quite- of actual doctors. Yeah, actually. <laughs> <laughs> More people on it's Wikipedia and Marion online. online. Yeah. So I went to Dr. Wikipedia. and But it's just like, it just did my back. Like, I had the most excruciating back pain. I was, like, stumbling around going, what the fuck's going on? So then it made it worse because then it was like, my back's gone, waiting for this to cut out so I can then just start shitting again. And it was wow. the worst. And then the whole time, because back in the day, you're like, okay, fuck, whatever, I've got the shits. But now I was like, I am begging in, that this is food pain. poisoning. Yeah. I'm begging it because if my kids get it, then oh, it dude. is fucking on for young dude. Uh, then, so it's a different thing between if you've just had a bar of food poisoning versus actual gastro that spreads yeah, around. Yeah, right because then your whole family gets it. So you don't you don't just shit for three days. Your whole family shits for a fucking <laughs> two weeks. Yeah, it just keeps on. And one of you, and yeah. the thing is, one of you will get cured. The first one to get it, probably yeah. you. And then your last kid will give it back to you. It's a beautiful uh, circle. It's, <laughs> beautiful it's just it's just family fun time. In yeah. the when it happens, I've never been on a cruise ship when it happens, but that is the number one fear. Is gastro yeah. ripping through the hull of the boat. You hear those stories about fucking that. rolling the entire 
manifest. Because then, doesn't the boat then have to find a place to dock because all the staff go, like you don't have enough people to yeah. man the boat or whatever. Just too much pool on the boat. Yeah, on the or, boat. Or, but then you're like, no one can work. Right. So you just yeah, or no one can on a, sitting on a bucket just steering that thing to the nearest port. What sunk the ship? An iceberg? No, a turdberg. <laughs> just <laughs> Arsberg. Arsberg. There it is. Hey, so what you also were saying just before we hit the record button uh, that you might have to duck out to the emergency dunny. Yeah, I've, I've had... Um, you morning uh, coffee? Yeah, I have also. Uh, this is great. I, I'm here and I've been uh, hanging out with, with a lady and it's quite new. Oh. And oh. so I have not had the heart to tell her that I shit yet. Yeah, she wouldn't know. She would have, she has she no, no idea. She no clue that you'd shit. Oh, so I've been sitting... I've, yeah, it's brand spanking. Yeah. Um, and I'm trying to give it as much longevity as possible. Right. But it is absolute chaos inside of me <laughs> right now. And I just... It, my body is kicked in. Your I bowels think. are your wingman at the moment. Just yeah. like holding hold. Like, no, you're sorry, bro. Yeah, like, no. like gives it in Braveheart. Hold! 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 And then the spears come out. Yeah. <laughs> I've stopped till you can see the whites of their eyes. Um, <laughs> which is around the corner. Right. Okay. Okay. Cool. So we'll have uh, mindful of that. But are you okay, Ben? Yes, yeah. I am. I, I'm on the road to recovery. Like, so I, again, the whole time, no gym, no exercise, no squash. Nothing. And then yeah. this morning. Are you a squash guy? Oh, mate, I fucking Dude, it's love the it. fucking best. Yeah! It's so good. Guy. Wild. Do you re- Do you feel like you don't even realise you're exercising? No. Something takes game. over. Something takes over. I get white line fever. I'm very, yeah. very competitive. Um, yeah. And then I do a lot of yelling. As, as, as the owner of the squash club who I met this morning, he goes, I notice when you're not in because you're the only player who fucks and fucks. Fucks, wow. <laughs> wow. Is that what Squash Dogs has been? You and Dave Hughes just no, rooting. No, oh, I'm angry. There's a hairy idiot on my bum. <laughs> No, but he said, I can't tell if you're winning or losing. Or in pain or injured. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You've become part the of same, the wall. Same. You're just like, Can you tell if you're, if you're fucking or losing? Like, <laughs> is it the same noises? <laughs> oh, this hurts. <laughs> <laughs> it's your serve. <laughs> so, so you play? Uh, I dabble. You dabble, mm. yeah. Also, side excuse: um, if you get hit in the neck, this is something maybe Dylan oh. Moore has to deal with. I guess you know you in a relationship and whatnot, Ben. But if you get hit, I got hit here, and it looks exactly like uh, in my neck. I got it looks like a hickey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So if you, all you need to do is maintain a game like a regular squash kind of thing, and then right. if you actually get a hickey at some you stage, can just squash. you can totally say squash ball. <laughs> squash, squash. Ben has got a group called Squash Dogs. Squash He's got dogs. a, a squash shirt. Dogs. A shirt that's so, designed by so, Tommy Deslow. Haven't played in months. Yeah, but we've all got to get you in. And especially if uh, are you part of the Melbourne International Comedy Festival again? Uh, I'll be popping in, but I'm not doing a show this well, year. Even more time to play squash? Yeah, I'm still... It's almost like eight months into Squash Dogs, yeah. and I'm yet to play with you. Yes. Um, we, I don't know about you guys, but is your tactic... I'm all about the rally, the fun rally, keep it going. But are you like about trick shots, the sneaky shots that really just break everyone's heart? Mm, you yeah. are a fucking competitive... <laughs> Yeah, motherfucker. I, I do know that. I, I, no, I do. I do. I hate the cross, like cross court, you know, off the wall, and then. But I'm a very, I'm very much into my drop shots. Yeah. So from the back corner, and I love yeah, playing yeah, the corners. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So corner, corner, drop shot. So that, keep keep someone wedged in the corner. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Fifteen, fifteen shots yeah. back and forth, and then just. Yeah, yeah, I'm one of those. You, okay, I'm not playing against you. <laughs> <laughs> but it's funny. It's not. It's meant to be fun, right? It's not. No, what's uh, it depends on who. Like, if you're naturally like an alpha dog, like Ben is. I'm not saying you're not dill. <laughs> oh, I'm you happy have to become, not be. You have become one. Yeah. <laughs> 
I'm the sneaky alpha dog. The sneaky alpha dog. No one, like, it's the horse that no one backs. Making my way downtown, walking. I did walk a thousand miles, and that's how I won the fucking bet. Nice. So we'll have to play. So I'm obsessed with it, like, like to the point where, you know, I'm following it. Wait, you're only on racket? I am too. That's next level. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still re- written that one that's still literally like 1987 racket that's been on higher at the courts. Well, but it's funny because like I play with like maybe like two mates who, you know, work in the creative field. So they've always got time. But as soon as you've got someone who works nine to five and they've got maybe a day off, it's that thing where I'll convince anyone. I was like, all you got to do is rock up. You know, yes. I'll, even, I'll even cover the cost. I'll bring you a racket. I've got the ball. I just want to play. I just yeah. want to play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because then you do the cardio. You don't notice. You are drenched by the end of it. Dude. And you mm. feel fucking amazing. Especially- yeah, it's a, yeah, it's great like that. Anything you can play for an hour and not realize that yeah. you have just wiped every calorie you've consumed in the previous yeah. 24 hours. And without, much. and yeah. And so then doing the back, I'm like, how long is it going to take until mm. I can play? I think that's, that's so kind of crazy. Like from the shitting, like your front abdominal muscles are so fucking jacked that yeah. the pockets of air that you've obviously created by corking your ass with these pills yeah. has forced your intestine to just put them behind what, and go on to your weaker back muscles. Yeah, and that's what it generally feels like. I yeah. was like, fuck, that's man, have I got a tumour in my, like, I was just like, <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. fuck, it was just intense. And yeah. then I was like, and I couldn't sleep at night. And the weird thing about it was like, I had to then like, I was like, how do I fucking sleep? I can't sleep. My back is, so then I had to put a heat pack in this heat wave while trying to then get to, like, Fuck. I was just sweating up. Heat pack is real admitting defeat, yeah. I think. Oh. When a man does it, when a woman does it, apparently. <laughs> I think it just, they, they, they're in the hot water bottles left, right and center. I think it's a really good thing for them. But when a dude does it, I mean, yeah. oof. But then I had to ask my partner. I was like, she's like, uh, how do I do it? Put it on. Medium for two and 20 minutes and then take it out, put a cup of water in there. It's a rice bag. <laughs> put a cup of water. What is a cup of water in the microwave? Does otherwise, the moisture? Yeah, the moisture. So right, otherwise, right, right. Hey, I, popcorn. Funny you mentioned back. I did my back as well, but that was just like rocking out to m and so, <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I thought you did your back getting a pedicure. Uh, no, I actually did. I did. Uh, I injured. I injured my uh, Mac from Ocean's Eleven. Really? No, yeah, I, he's I, always getting like. Yeah, yeah. I, I go once every two or three weeks for a pedicure, man. Petty Manny, Manny Petty, and uh, I did dog. my. Uh, alpha, alpha that's dog. actually that's a fucking pretty <laughs> next, alpha dog move. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Not like once a month. Every yeah, yeah, couple yeah. Of weeks. Yeah, yeah. Well, I just like to keep every part of me nice and pretty. Uh, and I, uh, I had, uh, I, I, str- I sprained my hip. My hip, uh, I put it out a bit because I was holding um, uh, while she was scraping my foot. Like there's a little like a peeler that she mm. was fucking running her the peeler through and just getting all the dead skin. It was so ticklish, but I didn't want to kick this poor Asian woman in the face. Oh, so that, that where uh, she was from. She's from Asia. Okay, yeah. yes, that's the description. Okay. And, what was, uh, wait, this was a, a clinic for. <laughs> Manic- manicure pedicure, is that what you said? Yeah, and oh, surpri- okay. it's so surprising that there was an Asian woman working there. Oh, that is that what we... Oh, that's the it's joke just, we're trying to... Okay. It's weird that there's an Asian woman working in a mani-pedi store. Who would have thought? <laughs> and uh, we... Uh, but yeah, because I was like tensing, <laughs> tensing so hard not to okay. try and, and kick back, uh, I realized I was straining my hip. And I injured my hip from doing a fucking pedicure. But I'm good now. I ran 11Ks after that, so I'm fucking oh, back. It's not an injury. It's not an injury. Well, like it, was, it was injured, but I'm just, I just embraced the pain. It's a straight. Embrace the pain. Go embrace hard. Chuck Barrett. Yeah. 
Give us some history. So in stage, on stage, you hint towards the fact that you used to be a, uh, a chunky princess. I am a, a retired fat fuck like the rest of us <laughs> in this room. Retired. Um, you're done with it. Retired. No, you know, you're no not going to be like um, Al Pacino every time you're out. They pull yeah, they're you pulling back, back in. in. Oh, carbs and, and complex carbohydrates, et cetera, do try. And, pull yeah. <laughs> and they've got that, that allure. How long were you uh, heavy set for? What, how heavy did you get? What are we, 120 what? kilos. <gasps> That's our level. Really? Yeah, yeah, that was yeah, us. Yeah, high yeah. fives all around. One twenty oh, club. If we, uh, if the podcast has a, has a, if you transfer it to YouTube, I've got a couple of stills. We can put it on. We can put it on the on the web, on the on Instagram. Because yes. you were one twenty at quite a young age. Though. Yeah, I, like I, 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 I was, I was no, not eighteen. <laughs> eighteen. Whatever, I worked right. up to it. Alcohol was uh, doing wonders. Um, when when I did you start drinking? Drink. How old were you when you started drinking? Probably at 16, maybe yeah, 15. Right. And that was like not drinking a lot, but like Beer? it gradually worked up. Yeah. Yeah. A bit, no sugar. Sugar spirits like fucking sweet shit. Southern Comfort. Bundy. Bundy. Fuck yeah, bro. Where'd you grow up? Chinchilla? Queen, in Queensland. In Brisbane. This is yeah. when I did mine. Yeah, I heavy drinking. And so you. Drinking. But I, I, I've always had a sweet tooth. So 15 to 18 is when you start putting on. So before 15, you were fine? Nope. Uh, I was <laughs> I was not great from about nine onwards. Oh, same, 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 same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. nine was my blew. magic number. And mum and dad were just like, he's fine. It's just like it's good to have, you know, this kind of like these fat stores for when he has his growth spurts. And <laughs> again, they're like, this is pre-internet days. So Justification fucking- for not wanting to cook. <laughs> No, they were cooking. Oh, they were cooking. They were, were cooking and reheating, and then I was grazing when they were away. Uh, yeah. I just kept. It, it's always good to keep the metabolism up. I got the line from Mum, which was, "Oh, he's a growing child," and I'm like, "Yeah, you meant to that grow one, hori- yeah. vertical, not horizontal." Yeah, but that's like the whole like they were just researching old wives' tales for yes. fat loss and weight loss ideas yeah. for their kid, which was basically no one is. Everyone just thought because Mum and Dad were both quite fat when they were ten and eleven. And they both just as soon as they got into teen years, puberty hit. They just fucking skyrocketed in terms of height, and then the, right. the, the fat dissipated. And they right. just assumed that would happen with me. And boy, howdy, did it not! <laughs> <laughs> I still grew taller, but yeah, it was yeah. It just yeah. The, well, the beer factor maybe changed the game for them. No, it wasn't beer. It was honestly, it's like sugary spirits and coke and stuff right. like that. I still have a sweet tooth, but sugar is that's high octane weight gain for me. Because right. it's interesting, we haven't had too many people on the pod who talk about, uh, they talk about putting it on later on in life, like, you mm. know, that they get bigger or they move yeah. out. Like, I was one of them. I started putting on the weight when I was living by myself in my 20s, eating everything. Yeah. But if you got that fat, you were in high school, and that mm. would have not been It, it wasn't fun. I went, it wasn't fun. I went to an all-boys school as well, <sighs> and those cunts did not hold back. Mm. And my closest friends were actually the biggest uh, demons, but it's one of those things where you just – you can't fucking show weakness in front of especially mates because if your status just gets lowered, if you just turn out to be this whiny bitch in front of everyone, all your yeah. mates. So you just fucking – I just shelved it but just kept eating. <laughs> right. I look back on it like I, it just – I think to lose weight, you don't see results of very yeah. very soon. And I was like doing – I just wanted to see some kind of results early on. Every time I tried to do a little bit of like healthy eating or whatever – I didn't see results for like a month, a month and a half. Um, and, and you'd I'd be see doing results. it on your own. Yeah. Like, like no one else, was anyone else as big as you? Or was you just, were you the big guy? I was, I was just puppy fat. Like I wasn't big. It wasn't a, it was just obviously fat. Yeah. Like how nutty. tall are you at this point? I was like, probably like five, 
seven, five, eight, five, nine. Right. So up. 100, 120 kilos on that frame. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I was six foot when I was, uh, when I was 120. Okay. But I wasn't, I wasn't hiding it very well. Okay. The height did nothing. So were you aware that you're a big boy? And yeah. beca- because I remember when I when I was nine and started putting on weight, and the first bully they called me fat, and I went, "Oh, that poor kid's blind. Like, I just is like, <laughs> he doesn't know what the meaning of can, fat is." There are there's okay. This is the thing is like because I was I was a really cute kid growing up before I was fat. I was the blonde curly hair and and just adorable kid. Everyone admits it. It's I'm not being a fucking yeah, 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 arrogant. Yeah. Yep. it was very adorable. And then just something happened around eight or nine. And I just started to tub up. Mm. And then, like, the photos of me from, like, one to eight, there's literally 50 to 100 little photos, Polaroids, they're all through, mm. all scattered. And then and then the photography stops. <laughs> <laughs> there is a real – I went off the grid. Um, <laughs> Whose decision? Yours as a I, – No, I had oh, nothing. This is a protective – Yeah, this is like, let's just – he doesn't yeah. need to know that. Let's do portraits. We can draw him. This is before Photoshop. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They have to do you're, the, you're the hangman why, why figure. Why is mum and dad drawing these weird-ass fucking huge caricature? Yeah. It's like, no, that's, that's what you look funny. like. funny. So they just stopped? And then, yeah, but there are a couple of photos from uh, from like between like 10 and maybe 17. There's like right. a scattering, a smattering of photos. But I remember seeing one photo. Like, I hadn't really seen a photo of me since I was like maybe in grade 7. I haven't really looked at photos of me, right. really. I yeah. noticed that I got to grade 10 and I remember seeing this one photo and being, like, gobsmacked. I was like, oh, fuck, I am hideous. It was a really bad photo and obviously right. I'm, like, really pasty, got fucking got ackers, yeah. ackers, brat. <laughs> it was pretty bad. I had a Did mushroom you- undercut, so it's, like, you know, <laughs> the, the least <laughs> slimming fucking cut you can yeah, have for like a fat the, head. The worst one to That's have. the worst you can do. And so this would have, you reckon, developed the, the comedy skills, though? Like It would have developed, it developed character. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, you internalize absolutely everything. Right. Um, yeah, that's that's definitely And so I'm then, growing. 18, you leave school, and how long do you hang on to the weight for? Uh, when does I, that change I really, I, it sort of to, It started to drop off. I, when I finished uni, which was 99, I went to Canada and I worked in a ski resort. Right. Um, Snow? Snowboarding. Lo- and other snow as well? Other powders. Other powders, yeah. <laughs> powders helped. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Na- Colombian isogenics. <laughs> <laughs> it's very cheap over there. But it was like they're exercising every day and it, it just it sort of slipped off. But like all weight loss, it happens when... Like squash, for instance, it happens when you're not noticing you're doing yeah. it. Yeah. If I make a conscious effort to to lose weight, my body will hold on for maybe six to eight weeks and then it'll go, it'll just like yo-yo, it'll just bounce back. Yeah. I, I because saw- it's, it's, it goes, this is unnatural and unmaintainable. Right. All right. But if I don't notice I'm doing it. it the works. idea of deprivation of putting yourself through some suffering is what the reason why most diets fail because yeah. you keep telling yourself this is idea. a it's, yeah, it's, yeah, this, yeah. this sucks and this is meant to hurt. It's like whereas if it's a consequential thing of changing a couple of little habits that are noticeable 100%. or, you know, that's where it starts to be more sustainable. Not yeah. saying that the, the hardcore diets can work temporarily. It's about keeping it off, I guess. So then no. you start losing weight in Canada yeah. and man- pretty much managed to keep it off since then? I, I fluctuate. I got back up to the most I ever got back up to was 104 or 5. I remember that. Um, not a great relationship From I was in and I was just burying the feelings inside food. Right. And then as soon as uh, – as, this, okay, this is uh, – I think you might have – I don't know if you guys have ever heard the bit I've got about – I, I, about breaking up with someone, but not telling them for two months, and then, <laughs> yeah, I do. and then 
and then you prepare yourself for your release back into the wild by going to the gym. Yeah. Like, like, like you do with a job. You know, you yeah. don't, you go, I quit in two weeks, but you're still stationary and you, you know, you show yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You, you taper it off. Um, she was, she was Jesus. not great and she cheated on me and I found out about it, but I didn't, I wasn't ready at that 104 kilogram <laughs> mark to just get straight back out of the game. So what I did is I bit my tongue. And I just sort of started. Beat your to tongue. Shed. That's more calories. <laughs> <laughs> Leave the tongue out. If of you it. bruise your tongue and swell it up, nothing can go in <laughs> yeah. except through nasal passages, and that's how I. That's how I got. So, so you you stayed in the relationship. Sorry, you stayed in the relationship for two, for two months, <laughs> just so that you can get back into just fighting so weight. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Right. Yeah. Which is which is like really shitty, but I think. <laughs> I mean, she cheated on me. I think she yeah. she did wrong. But then, but, was she losing weight while she was cheating on you? Um, no, she was uh, still didn't need to lose weight uh, at all. She was because I, when I when I did I did Weight Watchers and then yeah. I did a whole show about it. Yeah. But then what I was speaking to all the people, all these ladies who are in charge of it, and she said that what happens is when you have the first meeting in a neighborhood, you have maybe like twelve women, right? Yeah. And she goes, always four drop off straight away. And I was like, why four? And she goes. Weight Watchers is a front for so many affairs and it's the perfect front because what they do is they get a couple of hours, they rock up, they say they go to the meetings, they buy some stuff, but then from then on they don't rock up, they go have an affair in a hotel room, fuck, they're losing weight, they're feeling better and then they come out. So it's the perfect Are you serious? So fucking what? How do they? (laughs) This guy fucking loves conspiracy (laughs) theories. That is a wild... So, allegation. So that you could always tell. How do they back it up with like stats of like neighboring two star motels who's. <laughs> well, then I was like, I asked a couple of them because it's like not one. I said, How do you know? And she's like, It's so funny because you, you guarantee they'll rock up there and then they'll have to rock up six weeks later. Nine out of ten times, more makeup, feeling good. They'll buy more stuff. Oh my God. I hate wow. to sound like a broken record on this podcast, but the cheat day works. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Very good. But that just blew my mind away. That is that that thing was on my relations broke. uh, You know, I need to feel good. Yeah. How do I do this? I was like, even then she get that D girl. Yeah. (laughs) Or V. V or or W. You know, or (laughs) Weight Watchers. (laughs) Yeah. But it was just so funny. The Wang? I thought that was what you're trying to spell. Totally. I also was like, how can you tell? She goes, the ones that are dead giveaway is when they don't rock up and then add sperm on their face. Oh, edit it out. How many? How many points is? It's heavy in proceeds by all reports. But then she like they'd rock up and then they'd just buy. They'd buy like they buy way too much. Where you're like, you know, like you're like, well, they're eating for two. Yeah, you need a little snack after coitus. Just after fucking, you know, hotel going, oh, let's eat some one, White one gram sugar <laughs> White Watcher biscuits. Oh, now blow me. <laughs> that, is, that is wild. That is really that's cool. Crazy. So, hey, so then, White Watchers is the front. See, oh, God. See, when you lost the weight, I yeah. have this question. So, when you lose the weight, you, because there would have been a period at high school and even then when you were losing the weight that I guess you weren't doing terribly well with the ladies. Oh, no. But then once. 
you lost your way. Did you just did you just capitalize that? Because you're a charming, you're a good looking guy. Did Thank you then you. capitalize? A lot of people do say that Ben and I look very similar, and I have to agree. <laughs> We're very handsome <laughs> men. <laughs> and poor Dill from the Asian subcontinent is like, you fucking cunts all look the same. And it's killing me. Well, we, we did one festival, we did shows back to back, and we had the wrong people in our audience. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it was the right. one at Softbelly. Yeah, yeah, I remember yeah. seeing the posters next to each other. I was quite new to comedy. I didn't know Jacques at the time. I'm yeah. like, fuck, does yeah. everyone in Melbourne comedy look alike? Is that what's that? Well, could, that yeah, yeah. There's a, there's a, I'm trying, I can't put my finger on it, but there's one more I think that could fit in this genre of bearded handsome men in the in, in the in the you know in, the in not Melbourne. funny <laughs> sorry up and coming open mic sector no 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 but yeah so yeah what it was your question so about so my question is uh, did you cat like did you sort of have that free fall so once you lost yeah. all the way did you did you then i guess uh enter the I started world? I, I got a taste of being uh of being attractive not physically but just more um, more attractive. I, I have. I, I think. I'm not sure if you guys can back this up, but I think I know someone who can. <laughs> hey, but I think uh, our society values, and it, more so now than ever, uh, like big is beautiful. The message is pushing through, but I think it really is for women that that is the truth, because all sizes and shapes of women, because it's woman is the core, and that is just universally appealing. I think for men when they're fat. It says more about them that is unattractive to a lot of women. There's not a lot of girls out there who I think are like, yeah, big guys. Dad bods is different. That's just a little frumpy and chunky. But yeah. I think when you're big and 120 kilos. But you get away with the kids with a dad bod because you're like, even then if you've got the dad bod and a woman sees it, they're like, yeah, but somewhere along the line. He was able to go. I need to. I can take responsibility. I can look after children. So therefore, yeah, yeah, yeah. he must be a decent human being. Yeah, I, yeah. I think, I think but- it covers it up. Yeah, but I think I, I think more so as a, as a, as a thing for a man because one, I think it's easier for a man to lose weight. Yeah, I think purely yeah. metabolism wise. So it's sure. like if you are a dude and fat, it's kind of like we don't, don't have, have so much many of changes. Yeah, because yeah. like especially with uh, periods and hormonal stuff, hormonal like changes, change, fluctuations, yeah. all, all right. manner of shit that changes the game uh, for women. But if you're a fat dude, it's like you get your shit, man. You yeah. got no real excuse. Right, right. Yeah, I you wonder be, how you can much be charming and and chunky. But I think on, on the core, <laughs> charming yeah. and chunky. That's my new festival show next year. Thank <laughs> you. Yeah, well, you. You get a bounce back. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I thought if I can really get skinny, I want to call it Sri Lanka. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. But no, so Is it- I, um, I think I want. I, I would agree definitely. There is that element, the subconscious element to going. If a guy is out of you know shape or whatever, yeah, it's like what else you're is more in control. But I wonder how much of it is projected by yourself. Because you could have these thoughts going, I'm a piece of shit who's let myself go. And that therefore, I don't feel that lack of confidence. Broadcast. Yeah, because I think there's heaps of bigger dudes who are in kind of fields that are attractive in terms of ambition and 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 yeah. confidence and charisma that then get away with. Yeah, because they've got the power. Well, yeah, exactly. That's power. what I'm saying. Because you do, yeah, you, you not necessarily though. But I do. I know. I don't think I know what you mean. Is like when a dude is is big and just owning it and doesn't yeah. fucking carry yeah. his shoulders back, chest out, and he's like, "This is me." But also, if they are achieving things in spite of uh, right any kind of like, because what I think being uh, being a chubby dude says to the world is like, "I'm a bit, la- I'm a bit lazy." 
Right. It's kind of like a body yeah. shape that shows, you know, like, this is why I still have a gut and a belly. Do you it's know what's really interesting? You're right. The people look at it and go, big guy, lazy. And then I reckon a lot of people look at women and go, big woman, unhappy. Mm, yeah, interesting. And, and they assume unhappiness. When yeah, right. also she could be happy as fuck because she's just like, I, I eat what I want whenever yeah. I want. Yeah. And I don't give a shit about societal standards of, of, of traditional beauty. Yeah. Yeah. But that, that game is changing, but I don't think it's changing on men's side for women. So I, I know, think see, you're saying have... confidence is an appealing thing. Like I uh, think it's most appealing. As you lose thing. weight, as yeah, totally. It's uh, and also as Danny Boy said the other night, it's also what's absolutely wrong with the world. Is confidence being appealing? Interesting, because I think sometimes confidence can be unfounded. Also, it's I think a lot of the time a sign of someone who isn't smart enough to take inventory of themselves and realize that they're a piece of shit and right. not bring anything to the table. <laughs> right, dumb cunts are confident because, a lot of the time, as well as people who've earned it. Yeah. Correct, correct, hundred. Because you have that, um, and you know, women unaware. can't tell the difference when right. they see a dude and go, "He's confident." Something takes over and they're blinded by where the source of that confidence comes from. Or, yeah. And we're dudes and we can fucking look at a dude and go, that guy's confident because he's a, an idiot. Well, that's why even and like- doesn't in, realize. Like if someone's he's got confident because sh- he's earned it. Well, like a shitty band or whatever that they're playing with their mates, it's still yeah. an attractive position to be in because yeah. they're pursuing some sort of stupid dream or whatever. Yeah. And I think it's something to do with almost evolution going far back as this person is a leader. This person will take charge yeah. and ma- manage to get me food and shelter that yeah. I need. You know, yeah. Or, or when it's like r- when we're on stage, it's like we are getting the applause and lauding when it's going well. I mean, let's, <laughs> let's just put that out there. We're getting lauded. Explain as what if applause is to Ben. He's done it again. What do you mean, crowd warm-ups, Ben Lomas? <laughs> Explain to him. Crowd work genius. <laughs> <laughs> applause, light. Uh, <laughs> the yeah, they, they look at us. It's literally we are getting. Like we've just become chief of the tribe. That's the amount of attention and and glorification you get. And I think, yeah, somewhere subconsciously that'll tap in. Yeah, um, it's definitely, like- definitely to to have like just basic hard wiring. And I think women go, oh, and it makes right. comedians. It's us more appealing. But I, the reason I'm so vehemently like sort of debating this is because I felt like. I tapped into confidence before I lost the weight. It was be- yeah. be through therapy of literally sitting with my therapist on day one and she said to me, oh, you're not a confident person. And I went, what? And I think I just like, like done a gig. Because you walked into my fucking office. <laughs> you know, I'd done a gig like to like thousand people like two days before that. I'm yeah. like, I'm fucking confident as shit. She goes, no, no, no. That's bravado. That's charisma. That's temporary. That's, that's all just, you know, that's what you're hiding. That's mm. all your skills to be able to mask the mere fact that deep down you're just a scared Sri Lankan boy who wants a hug. Yeah. Right. And that's when I went, oh, right. And everything that made sense from that point of view of looking at myself as an unconfident person as opposed to a charismatic person yeah do you know what i mean and, and so, so then working on the that, source of the the lack of confidence right what departments was right which was weight like for me it was 100 percent right. body shame issues um you know having um you know just constantly playing that uh, uh what's the word the, the 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 fall guy for all the punchlines and stuff like that just yeah, starts so reinforcing you, and look having my mid-20s where about like, like being sick of being the butt of your own not jokes. being sick of all my own jokes correct exactly because yeah. i'd there embraced a it. netflix special uh it's just recently come out uh by uh it's called Nanette. Nanette. It's brand new. No one's <laughs> no one's talking about it. Um, but the core of that is her talking about the shittiness of self-deprecating jokes. And she's yeah. like, I'm not fucking doing it again yeah. for people's pleasure. I, on the other hand, feel like the best punchlines come from self-deprecating. Well, it 
or my ones. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say what's interesting about you is because your immediate presence when you walk on stage is handsome and confident. You almost Thanks. need yeah, take your hand on my leg. Uh, <laughs> he actually has this. No, but you almost would need self-deprecation to win them over a bit yeah. because you don't look like you you, you have bad shit happening to you. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Or that I've ever had bad shit happening to me. Right. Pathos, you've got to explain it. So I do talk about being fat. Like pretty much I set up the character every time. That although you can see, like I guess, a guy who probably wouldn't have ever struggled looks like, you know, got a, a white guy with a moustache. Come on, man. Mm. How hard has your life been? And yeah. honestly, I, I, the scheme of things relatively hasn't been. But but for me, the yeah. shit that started, that's the, the shit, the scars that you can't see. Right. Uh, the Yeah, the, the, the one from being fat, from being... Just fat and unable to being at the base of Cookie Mountain and looking up and going, I don't know how to climb this. And by climbing that, I mean being able to lose the weight. Yeah, but, yeah. But that shit is it, that's one the of the constant. things. It's it's constant and like when I was really fat, it's the idea that I couldn't, like I wouldn't ever be able to conquer it. And I just admitted to myself, like, I'm, this is who I am now. Well, this is what the area I want to play in. And I in. won't ever be able to break out of it. Right. This is what I want to play in the area, which is where, A, you not only did you break through it and then lose weight, but then you managed to come back 204 kilos. First of all, how long did it take to, like, what was 104. that? 104. Yeah, 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 back. You said 204. Oh, sorry. Two, 100. 104. Oh, 204. I thought you said, whoa, that's a, that's a big, that's a big that's jump. A, <laughs> pounds. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> to get to 104 kilos, um, how, uh, what was that, that previous? That was 18 months. So it was, and what would you would have started off with? That's what I'm just trying to get. How much did you put on? I think I started out because I uh, this girl I was with, I uh, was very physically attractive. Mm. Um, but... Obviously, was, even the person she cheated with thought so. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the only one that I know about. Um <laughs> And so it, she was very attractive and I was immediately – I was going to the gym at that time uh, when we met, so I was about 90 kilos. I was in pretty right. decent shape. So we're looking at 14, 15 kilo increase over 18 months. Over the months. 18 months. Yeah. And the first it, couple of kilos, I guess, is just in a relationship early, or early-ish, comfortable. Just, going out for dinner. Yeah, yeah. Treat, treat your hair. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> and you just get a little bit sloppy and then the unhappiness came. What was happening um, – so my lack of confidence was coming through subtly. I was doing my best to hide it because what was happening is physically she was very she was very striking. She was attractive but very striking. So it's one of that she had blonde hair and 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 like a, a obvious cleavage that she did her best. She wasn't throwing it out there, but she was obviously a beautiful, shapely, striking uh, woman. And I just looked like a normal dude, not ugly, not weird, but just I looked. Like I guess I was a batting friend. above you, batting above. Yeah, you. it was batting, but it wasn't yeah. even a noticeable thing where you go, that guy's punching above his fucking weight. It was yeah. more like, a, oh, that's a friend of hers, yeah, right, kind of thing. Right, and it wasn't like, and so over time, like I just see dudes who are obviously probably more attractive than me. Quite a lot of them were just just hitting on her quite a lot, and it right. kind of got it gets to you over time. Yeah, because right. your and insecurity that, comes through. Like yeah, yeah, old school who I was. Yeah, right. Just, it all try, comes I've been back. trying to hide it. As you do, you try and pretend like you're confident yeah. to maintain right. the level of uh, of woman that and you then to with. justify why you're play. You know, why you yeah. have someone. I'm handling. I'm handling, bro. I got this shit. I'm fine. But then yeah. you know Deep the down. truth. Your brain knows the truth. Can, where and you and really will, feel. Yeah. And then yeah. you go through this weird thing, especially because I've been in a similar situation where you then then you start not acting like yourself. Then you start protecting 
you, the person right. that you're with, which then you feel like, why, why I can't take ownership why? over yeah, this. Yeah, so yeah, then yeah. It, that dynamic completely changes yeah. and then she pushes you back and then you're like, well, yeah. then it's that vicious cycle until someone goes out. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I, yeah, it was it was a it was a lack of confidence uh, in me that slowly seeped through, and I never admitted it uh, and to it, her why why it was happening. But isn't but it funny that the lack of confidence fucking, it was just fucking overwhelming? Because every time I looked in the mirror, I was seeing that hundred and twenty year old dude. Uh, 120 kilo dude, <laughs> <120, laughs> dude, and not feeling like I had yeah. any right to be with her, and then just an, an implosion after that. And it's funny and that how caused me to keep eating in a way where it was like I think my body just couldn't, like maybe somewhere in my psyche, just couldn't handle the fact of being so uncomfortable and feeling of undeservingness in this relationship that I got fatter and fatter in a way. In, I guess maybe deep down, hope that she would break up with me. I can't remember exactly what I was thinking at the time because yeah. uh, it's over 10 years ago. Isn't but- it interesting, though, rather that when that moment of realizing you're not worthy enough to be with her, as you're telling yourself, looking yeah. in the mirror, rather than it going the other way where you're like, fuck it, in that case, I'm going to try and just like catch up to her or whatever physically. Yeah, it doesn't your inspire brain, you. Because it, it doesn't work that way because no. whatever your comfort-seeking source of, uh, you know, mm. or a comfort-seeker is, it's more for us, it's food. So yeah. when you're feeling that pain of insecurity, this jealousy, unconfidence, food seems to be the quickest solution. Yeah. If I put this in my mouth, I don't have to think about how much I actually hurting. Yeah. And it's funny how that, so that at which point did you then, realize fuck oh, like were you about to throw in the towel like so you you got to 104 rather than framing it as i've lost 16 kilos since i was 18 you're looking at it as i've put on 14 kilos right of course because i got a taste for being um around 90 kilos i i and my body had sort of stabilized at that for quite yeah. a few years yeah right um and then yeah just and started to put on weight i felt i think like when i got to like 104 kilos i i still remember going i ain't fucking going back to 120 no matter what what's that feel like and when you when you when you see it potentially slipping, and you, I'm, it's it's literally I'm never going back to 120 kilos to being that big. Because the pain, all the pain from that, it all comes back. It, yeah, that I can. It's so, especially at that young age where you're actually growing and growing into a person, it is then clouded and then bombarded with you're a fat fuck. Yeah. Hey, fatty boom bars in town. Yeah. Have another snack. It's right. not like a little bit. You're and fucking eight hours a day. In the workplace, you wouldn't cop that in your 20s. You cop no. it maybe with mates. But at school, it is relentless. Yeah. You're right. Yeah, so that it's pain like no one knows. Nonstop until the end. And you can't of- admit that it's hurting. No. you just got to fucking deal with it. I, that's how comedy came to me because I would just laugh it off. I would join them in the jokes and again yeah, self-deprecate yeah, in that same. way. I think all three of us one up like, on yourself. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because honestly, that's the truth. Yeah. People can pay you out. People can fat shame you, but no one fat shames like your internal monologue. No right. one yeah, yeah, yeah. fucking knows you're in a in a real weakness. Right. Yeah. Your real triggers. And it's like so the internal. Like I, I even to this to this day, I I'm always trying to look or catch a glimpse of myself in a reflection or a mirror just to make sure, like literally maybe like 20 times a day in a way just to hopefully I, if so I can catch myself before I start slipping and becoming fat again. Because right. weight, I don't really weigh myself on scales very much. Why is that? I, I don't really think it's an indicator of how healthy I am. I go with how I'm feeling, but I also go by how I'm looking because I can be 92 kilos and quite – quite still chunky and be 92 kilos and quite taut 
and quite trim. I can be the same right. weight, but I can see if I'm lacking muscle and that's actually weight that I'm holding that's mainly fat. Which, so one of the men, sorry. No, what? which is a lot of the listeners have said recently as well. It's like, you know, like I've been struggling to lose the last five to get to 90 kilo, 95 kilos, right? Yeah. But then, you know, a lot of listeners go, yeah, but what do you see in the mirror? Like when you look at the mirror, yeah. do you go, fuck yeah? And I go, yeah, I do go, fuck yeah. Because yeah. I rip all the photos every other time. Yeah. Like I remember once I, I, when I got to 130, I took the mirror down. I haven't even talked about this. I took the mirror down, wow. which my partner said, how the fuck am I supposed to get ready for work? <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you, honey. You just uh, yeah. come, I'll, I'll do your makeup, I'll whatever do, you need. Yeah. Yeah. So just it's that thing buy a Polaroid like, camera yeah. and you start taking photos of her. <laughs> there you go, babe. Yeah, use the selfie Polaroids stick. never lie. Selfie. Mirrors lie. Um, that's Yeah, so you're, I think that's an important point to hit on because we've talked about in the past yeah. about scales being not the best metric. It's a fine starting point because yeah. it's easy. You just step on and see where you're at. But in terms of uh, using other metrics like how, uh, you know, how your clothes fit. Clothes you know, fit is But crucial. also movement. Like people forget that sometimes like – you know, I've been hanging out with Mickey D a lot, and he's mm. you know chunked up a lot since he started doing like marathons year, like yeah. two, two, three years ago. But he's faster than he used to be when he was thinner. Yeah. So he's almost like oh, he's I'm actually house. he's I'm, all I'm, muscle. I'm, yeah, exactly. He's in really, it's it really good, Nick. But physically, to look at, he looks a lot bigger than when he was maybe four years Heaps ago bigger. when he got when he got to that thin level. But I think he wanted to prove to himself that he just wasn't a fat dude, like deep down, because he said that to me one night. He goes, "Turns out I'm not a fat bloke." Because right. he thought, because when he was big, he had a shape that was like, that's who, you, that's your shape. Right. That's just your natural shape. Because right. he was big, but then he got really thin. And it's it's weird because like there's the outer layer of fat that he had, but underneath that, a lot of that, it was firm. Just muscle. <laughs> not even, I don't even know what it is. It's not even necessarily muscle. But Cocaine, you know when you look at it, like you could lose uh, weight, but you're not going to get thin. Then he lost weight. He got thin. He got thin. Visibly yeah. thin. Um, and then, yeah, now he's back to exercising. He's running so many Ks a day. Mm-hmm. But now he specifically just eats and drinks what he wants. He doesn't drink alcohol, but he drinks uh, so, yeah, soft like, drinks and stuff like that. He's like, I oh, fuck it. I'm thirsty. I'm just going to have that. He doesn't, he, he's comfortable with how he is. Well, and okay. he feels good. How do you feel? How are you, what's your relationship with uh, food and treats and stuff now? Like, good. do you? You, you, how, how do you navigate the, um, the cruise diet? ships? I was wondering how you, how the hell you navigate those. Man, well, the captain does most of the navigating. <laughs> <laughs> I'll Thank be here all night. We, we literally were like 10 minutes without anything funny happening. <laughs> it, got, it got pretty sad. I'm glad someone that's a, that's a new early record for us. <laughs> we've gone, we've gone. People would have heard that in Richard's episode last week. Yeah. We've said we went for a good half an hour. Yeah, half an hour funny. of like really like downward spiral. Well, yeah. no, it's just, honestly. I think. I think we enjoy playing in honesty and truth as well yeah. as much as we like talking yeah. about pooing and shit. But um, <laughs> but um, on yeah. cruise ships uh, or, or anywhere, I I find it pretty easy because I do know my what fills up my fat cells pretty quick is definitely sugar, mm. processed sugar, anything with like refined sugar, anything like that. That's my they're, they're that's a fucking very fast track to getting um, yeah. chunky. Um, so beer as well, anything sugar based and liquids. Um, what I'm, when I'm on a cruise ship, I eat whole foods. I don't eat anything that's processed, anything right. that's put, put together, no stews, yeah, no I curries, no nothing. No, it's, it's not even the curries and stuff. Nope. Um, I'll eat the curry if I'll just, I'll just have the meat. I won't have the right. sauce. 
So um, you're left with like the roasts, the potato, the the, the broccoli. Yeah, calorie sections get a get a workout like root right, vegetables right, and right, right, and right, right. normal meats, but with no gravy, no sauces, no nothing like that. Did you bear witness to one of my cheat days on the ship? Don't think so. I think I think you missed that one. Yeah, I might have actually. I might have. Yeah, I think yeah. We, we had it was you, salt. me, Josh Earl, and um, Tommy Dean, Beck Dionamono. That yeah. one. I don't think I had a cheat day on that trip. Maybe. Oh no, I did. No, That's did. the one I got back, <laughs> and it was at ah, salt with like eight yeah, or nine. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, we, we I'm surprised you didn't have five cheat days on that fucking thing. No, well, I, I was, I was <laughs> having a bet was. with my friend Ben, and uh, I had to make sure I didn't lose. Were you still work. in the thick of the bet at that point? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. And this is, these are the, the moments that threw him off because he heard reports of my, yeah. you know, my adventures on the seas. Like, Josh, I was like, you fucking won't believe what I saw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. like, that, like, at Salt, I was there that night that yeah. we ate, and you right. opened, opened up. You know that scene in Predator? <laughs> where where Mac is just like uh, Jesse Ventura gets fucking missiled in the chest and he's dead yeah. and that's Mac's uh, best bud and his actual Mac, gay lover. Mac's the that's the dude. subtext of Predator. Okay. Well I didn't held, know that. yeah. Wow. It's subtext. It's like hinted at, but it's acknowledged by the oh, writers. I gotta watch and it again. I gotta watch it again. Yeah, it's actually that. homo. It's more so homoerotic than dude? Top Gun, if that was possible, but. Uh, Mac Which, is a black dude. Yeah, yeah. Like so he sees over there, over them trees. It, that yeah, guy. Them trees. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, we're fucking blowing out. But there is a scene right when Jesse Ventura gets killed, and he picks up that chain gun, that fucking Gatling gun that should be attached to a helicopter and not to a man. <laughs> and he sees the predator run off in the distance, just into the into the jungle, and then just fucking starts. <laughs> Spraying and everyone else, it goes forever. Everyone else, they they just they 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 wipe out a, a square mile of forest. Yeah, but you start firing, and then all the other members and Arnie and everyone's freaking out. They all start firing. That was us at Salt. You ordered. You are, I'll have this. I'll have that. I'll have this. I have prawn toast times two. Yeah, Utah, get me two. And this food started arrive. And we all got a taste for it, and basically there was no forest left well, at the end of that meal. Well, the best part is, and I think you described cheat day the best way. I've yeah, I think so. Days. I think that's the best description of my cheat days I've ever seen. Even Meg, who was uh, the tour manager, who also over ordered, was left yeah. with a plate full of meat and sides that she couldn't do, know what to do with. I'm like, hey, hey buddy. Yeah. Look what's cheat happening day. here. Yeah. You're the only guy getting onto a fucking cruise ship with Tupperware for cheat day. <laughs> <laughs> but that was and always is whenever you are on a cruise ship, you spend on a comedy cruise specifically, mm. you'll you'll have a meal booked at Salt yeah. Restaurant, which is their boutique restaurant. It is fucking wild. It's an amazing, it's amazing food, but it's all of it is so rich. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and like you truffle, walk, everything's got fucking truffle. Everything's in got it. Truffle and I love truffles. So yeah, I'm not yeah, complaining. Yeah. But if you don't like truffle, you're fucked. You're in real trouble. But uh, but you walk out of that you're place, in truffle trouble. you know. But uh, <laughs> real fucking rotund. So you manage to stay disciplined, basically. So what's your what's your day to day? This like off the ship. How do you navigate your fears of putting weight back on? Um, because here, the only reason I'm asking if you've load noticed these loaded questions is because this is where I'm at now, where yep. I've lost weight. Lost I've still weight. got about How 10 kilos. I've got 10 kilos to go maybe to try and get to my, you know, sort of healthier weight. Mm. But I am still worried that I'm in fear of putting that back Putting on. that back on, yeah, slipping. Because that's what fat cells are. Like currently yours and mine 
our fat cells are still there on our yeah. body. It takes a lot longer. You've got to maintain weight. You've actually got to get almost ill before those fat cells, like the outer cell membrane, dies and they disappear. Yeah, that right. The, so where, where, what's that? Is that the chunkier bits of you after you've lost Yeah, like, any, like around, our, around our guts, there's still skin. Yeah. There's also like there's not much. You can still see it visibly. Right. But that's a lot of that is they're fat cells that are relatively empty compared to what they were at 120 kilos. Which you can. Oh, yeah. So you can fill those makes... fat cells up very quickly. I if, never if you knew wanted that. to, I could go back to maybe 110 kilos uh, in in probably a, maybe six months. So can I get I this right? I reckon quicker than that. I think so too. I actually. reckon I was just being. Yeah. Let I me reckon- make sure I've understood this correctly. So because we were at some point in our lives, just if you took it as like a little balloon or whatever, little mm. bits of balloons that are in our body, or what are the fat cells? Yeah. They blew out so much. That now, even though they've shrunk, they still have that stretching capacity yeah. to get to that. They're still there. Quicker than others? It's basically like quicker like than someone think who of never- it, Think of it as, as, um, as a cardboard box. Okay. And you last time you moved house, you put all your shit into it, but you still have the cardboard box. So everything is- This is a bad analogy. I immediately regret <laughs> it. But I started oh, talking and I was like, you'll be fine. <laughs> and now I'm not. And I'm the first to admit it. <laughs> <laughs> and I think sometimes being honest is actually a, a true sign of strength. <laughs> okay, okay, can we try balloon? <laughs> no, yep. no, no, I want to finish with the box. Dill, who's just heard this uh, concept and has probably already come up with three or four analogies that are far better than mine. I've been sitting on this information. The whole thing was about expansion. As soon as you said the box, I was like, oh, the what? box expanding? Yeah, it's the, the, box. Well, it's it's not, the same shape. It's not, it? the, it's not the expansion. It's, it's just the fact like that it it's, exists. It's the, the container yeah, yeah. exists. Like and a goon bag. Let's go with a goon bag, right? No. You, you got the focus. <laughs> and then you, it, when it deflates, you can and, crush it into a little box. It's inside little a box. box. Totally. That's right. <laughs> can we? <laughs> Subtext. Jacques has box on the mind. <laughs> All <laughs> oh, oh, right. Okay, but going back, that, but anyway, so that is because you can easily is, fill those cells back up. Whereas someone who's thin, quick, yeah, someone who's thin and has always been thin, over time they've they've got to create the fat cells themselves if they want to put on weight. I did not know that. That is interesting, and that makes that sort of corroborates with my yo-yoing over the last twenty yeah. years. Yeah. And 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 again, which I realised as well is with those fat cells is the more you feed them, so the more you yo-yo, the quicker they'll respond to it. Yeah. Like That's why yeah. they say that if you yo-yo more and the older you get, the quicker it'll happen. Yeah. You'll lose weight quicker, right. but you'll stack it on so much quicker. So yep. is there a remedy to that or are we like permanently well, kind of you can, a- If you maintain weight loss for such a long period of time, um, I think those fat cells just go, well, it doesn't need us. But don't you have and to- And then they just die or they just disappear. But or, it takes a long fucking time well, as far yeah. as my well, uh, yeah, understanding but, is. Again, we've, this podcast, we're very good at talking about shit like we know exactly what we're talking about. Yeah. Oh, but sorry. Yeah, end on- of that bit where I second guess myself and- Yeah. Which has been most of the podcast. <laughs> but, but no, uh, in terms of- So it's the fat cell that can just fucking stick around. Yeah. That's what you eventually yeah. – and when you say over time, what were we talking time frame, 10 years kind of thing? Or? I'd say 10 yeah, to 15. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. But you've got to be thin. <laughs> right. Yeah. And then yeah, those fat so cells won't. But that's why it's easy to yo-yo while you can restore it. Yeah. Right. And they come in a box. It's weird. <laughs> so, <laughs> so that means that's why I guess it's more important to do that sort of dieting, which everyone – I know so many diet books and health professions talk about that gradual loss and mm. the fact that it's got to be a life – life 
lifestyle change rather than a quick fix mm. because that makes it more whatever changes you've made more locked in than this kind of okay quick I'm just going to go for fucking runs like you know what I mean and yeah. then until and I it's not exercises it. I'm sure you would have probably explored on the podcast but it's like 80 20 80 percent what you eat 20 percent what you do right yeah but right. that 20 if you if you've got your 80 percent of what you eat right um that 20 percent of exercise changes fucking everything yeah right. Because um, it just it it adds like it just adds it's that extra ingredient to then get that burning and get yeah. into that routine. Like I've been out and of routine, feeling good. yeah. Getting I've a been taste out of for it. Routine for five days, and it is. And my Feels part, it. my partner was just like, yeah, it, you are you are bouncing off the walls. You yeah. need you need Something. to get back onto this, yeah, because it's affecting the rest of our family. Sure, yeah. you're shitting on the floor, but, <laughs> <laughs> but you need to get back into that routine because that's what makes you happy. Like you know that you're right. burning it. You know you got your smoothie coming up. You know. Like, all that, and yeah, as soon yeah. as that that breaks, but then the only difference is, and that's what we were talking about. We we're always scared about going back to where we were. Mm. The only difference now is we've reached a point. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, I speak for both of us, but we're not going back. But yeah, we're not going back because I know that whatever, be it a week, be it two weeks. Say I'm out for a freaking two months. A bend, well, I'm not as a, confident an to or sort a of two month bend away. Well, exactly. Goes off that's the what. Rails. That's what I'm like. For me, I know how much stress can undo me. And and as soon yeah. as stress kicks in, I know how quickly my fix is sweet treats and and fatty foods, right? Mm. Um, and salt. And for me, I, I I don't know if I feel as confident as you are in terms of feeling well, like I'm not going to go back. Do you know why? I've just realised why. Because I don't just have a mirror. I've got three talking mirrors. Yeah, right. <laughs> you are like from mirrors. fucking Snow White. And are your you? wife is no. a sweetheart. Yeah. And I doubt she'd mention it, but kids are fucked. Yeah, and so those pa- pa- kids will spray you. Yeah, um, sure, sure. Yeah. I mean, I'm glad you have that. For me, my thing is, I had years of but people telling me certain things, and you know, about my weight, and I yeah. always knew. I never knew anyone. I didn't think anyone was, you know, lying. I taught myself those mm. things, but to take action is a whole other game. Yeah. you know, what I mean, you can hear all the information, but whether yeah. you actually take action is a is a different uh, issue for me, and that's where I'm sort of trying to. I feel a bit more confident these days because, A, this is the longest I've held it off. But also I feel like I've understood my triggers. I've understood what makes me sort of, uh, you know, start swaying towards the dark side again, you know, the dark chocolate side. Before we start wrapping (laughs) up, we need to to start wrapping up. You and I, Jacques, this might be a weird weird place to go to, but I I really found some fascinating chats with you when we hung out a couple of weeks ago. Mm. Um, Around the idea, we were talking about how much we – can like get on board with the idea of 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 uh, body and shape at any size and being that it's not a standard for beauty but there was this this movement about health at any size where people sort of yeah. overeating and having a sedentary lifestyle are claiming that's fine i'm still healthy oh man i fucking i wrote one post online uh in 2015 and i've never seen anything light up like by, it got shared by a bunch of people and then really? random people. Okay, the, what what it was is like I know it was about big is beautiful and I know the message, but I will say having been 120 kilos and lost the weight, I feel so much fucking better. And I have a feeling that the biggest beautiful message is half being pushed by corporations who all own fast food chains and all mm. have high-octane sugar products as their main sellers, their main right. cash businesses. They're, that's huge money. 
and massive also, money, huge money. Because and unlike drugs and alcohol, there is it's a, taxable. It's, it's there. Well, yeah. It's not taxable. These corporations don't pay tax. Am I right, guys? This <laughs> <laughs> but that that he's whole put sector, his tinfoil hat on. It, this was no. tinfoil esque. That I feel like it's pretty easily provable. Sure, sure. No, I think you have some. There's some logic to it because sometimes the 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 health at any movement, uh, any size movement, kind of pushes the idea that these diet appeals and those are the companies that are pushing the agenda yeah. but i'm like look at the agenda that you're avoiding but going towards maccas and kfc yeah which are probably you know as equally oh, liable bad. yeah yeah but there's no doubt but it's like the, the uh, it, you can eat what you want and if you are happy but at the end of the day you're that's now new research indicates that being obese and being overweight is inflammation of cells which means your body, certain parts of your body, cell-wise, uh, feel like they're under attack and in trauma. Right. And you can't feel the inflammation because you're like, well, it doesn't feel hot. Like right. it, it, That's not what inflammation is. But when you lose the weight, there is a calmness and a sense of uh, well-being that is not the fact that you're now getting attention from women, say. It's not that. At the core of it, there is an undeniable feeling that this is better healthier, you have more energy, and just more positivity. Right. And I cannot, you can't deny that having from internally from my body. Yes. And I just think that the biggest beautiful message is this great message of like let's stop body shaming because it's everyone's choice. Well, big is beautiful is but one. Don't beautiful forget. beauty is a different issue, which I'm yeah. saying 100%. People beauty can be in any size. For me, it's yeah. big is healthy is my uh, thing that I struggle to get on board with yeah. because I think people who continually have like five, six meals a day and then just sit on the couch saying, no, no, it's fine. I identify as a triathlete. Like for me, that <laughs> that that frustrates me because you're almost as denied. You're like a climate change denier. You know what yeah. I mean? You're, you're just yeah. a flat earth of yeah. ignoring the science behind things. And again, I will say if psychologically the idea of dealing with weight loss is too overbearing, sure, prioritize your mental health 100%. Mm-hmm. Please don't think it's that important if you means that you're going to be miserable trying to worry about your weight. I get that. Yeah. But then to co-opt the idea that it's fine, I'm healthy th- overall, I'm like, I don't yeah. think you are. And I don't think it's smart to think down that part, especially with like some people saying going to a doctor. They don't want to go to their doctor uh, if the doctor is going to mention their weight issues. Yeah. Right? I mean, we had Adam, Adam, Richard gonna... on, Adam Richards on last week and he said his doctor – you know, it was like finally said, look, I keep telling you this, but if you, you know, it's the same story every time. If you lose weight, these will get fixed. Yep. And he was refusing to listen to it for so long. Mm-hmm. And then he finally went, fuck. You're right. You know, because his partner was in, he was talking about how his partner was sick. You know, he's thinking about mortality a lot more. And then he thought, okay, fuck it, I'll have a crack. And it was a health risk that he was at, yeah. you know? And, and, that's, yeah. and that's what I was saying about the three mirrors, especially two of them, my two kids, is an everyday reminder of my own mortality. And I never consider because if well, I go... Well, trying to kill you. If I go, they won't have a dad. Right. And that is just, I couldn't get over it. And it didn't hit me. Like, even mm. with the first kid, even the second one, it wasn't until I started losing weight that then I actually started listening and seeing. Yeah. And then you're just like, shit, this is really, this really is, I have to listen to this. I can't. You can't big escape involved. it. Because yeah. I even did that. I was like, I wear it well, therefore I must be healthy. You did wear it well. Like, even yeah, when we look back at our yeah. first, the starting photo, you still, you don't look that different to you. No. You know what I mean? You're looking, you always kind of had it because the beard, everything kind yeah. of masks a lot of the, the flat, I guess. But the difference I feel 
Yeah. Right. It is amazing. Now, unfortunately, we have to wrap this up. Well, but real, real quick, just to, on this one point, is that they are. it's forecast that by 2040, the entire um, government, American government budget will be going towards health. That's it. They, if it goes, if if diabetes and unhealthy obesity and, and unhealthy eating and living yeah. keeps on going at the exponential level in America, that's they won't have money for military. They won't have money for wow. fucking anything else because it's a fucking issue. And it's not the fact that like the biggest beautiful message is making people feel like, well, I'll just fucking eat whatever I want, but it's sugar and the, f- the effects yeah. that that has, and people just not knowing how much better they would feel, yeah, long term. Every day, if they didn't just have that sugary buzz hit that lasts two, three yeah. minutes. Right. Do you, do you think the origins of it was like BMI was the f- main barometer for whether you're obese or not? And now we know BMI is it's fucking bullshit. Fucking way off. Like yeah. there's a, so you know, muscular, off. huge people who are just yeah. lean as fuck who are obese technically. Bullshit. Yeah. So yeah. do you reckon yeah. that, that yeah. because of that, they've because that was proven wrong, everyone went, oh, obesity is yeah. fine. People are looking for one little thread of doubt. It's why people don't believe climate change because you can throw 100 scientists when their results say we are affecting the climate and then one can say we're not sure and everyone will go, see? Yeah. yeah. This one. Yeah. And then the whole of science gets. Anti-vaxxers. Right. Anti-vaxxers. Yeah. When you meet someone who goes, yeah, nah. I believe in climate change, but ooh, vaccines, they cause autism. Like, like, what is dude. wrong with you? Yeah. Like, what is, uh, Chuck, thank you so much for being on. Uh, Fuck, we got more to talk about, but of course we'll, we'll, find, we'll, we'll have to try and wrap up. But, uh, man, uh, thank you so much for coming in. When are you next back in town? Let's get back in. Yes. I'm, only on for, uh, I'm in town for uh, three, four days during the festival in between cruise ships. I thought I'd pop in and get a taste of I uh, get on the ground level. And uh, what do you people. have uh, shows to plug that are uh, coming up? We have some Sydney listeners. Uh, no, not oh, Sydney yeah, Comedy Sydney, Festival. Yeah, Sydney Comedy Festival. Oh yeah, sorry, yeah. my agent right now when they hear this, which they listen to every podcast. Yeah. <laughs> they really keep keep an ear to this. You have yeah. an yeah. A, you have an Asian that listens to your podcast. <laughs> agent. What did you say? Asian. Okay. Asian. <laughs> yeah. uh, we are back. Um, okay. Sorry. Okay. Just just go to uh, if you type in JB Comedy in Google. Jackpot comes up everywhere. Is your stand up on sale yet? Because I can't recommend it enough to people. I love Sydney that. Sydney Comedy uh, Festival is on sale, yeah. No, no, no. Your video recording of your stand up, this oh, yeah. USB that you gave me, it was a yeah. fucking cool It's just killer after killer. Uh, so do check jbcomedy.com. Yes. Dot au? Oh, uh, jbcomedy.net. Sweet. And uh, Ben, I've got my show, uh, Cheat Days, uh, coming up in Adelaide, uh, March uh, 9th and 10th, uh, Canberra, uh, March 23rd. There's two shows, one at 7 p.m., one at 9.30. And then there is the Melbourne Comedy Festival, March 28th to the 21st of April, and Sydney Comedy Festival, May 10th and 11th. All details at comedy.com.au. Uh, and ladies and gentlemen, uh, my show, The Caffeinated Returns, uh, is on sale. Uh, look, credit to you, Fitbit listeners, for using the coffee code on Tight Ass Tuesdays, where you've pretty much got half price tickets. Credit where credit's due. So, uh, so they, <laughs> so they so discounted the title. Hang on, you were in charge of it. Oh, you could have no, basically. No, this is not my fault. So no, how, how is it not your so fault? The people producing my show, they uh, have made an error and they've fixed it. But for you, people have nearly sold out on Tuesdays. Well, fucking done. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but, uh, we're loving it. Uh, people, Cheat please. Uh, Tuesday. Uh, um, so, yeah, just head to benlomas.com or the oh, Comedy Festival website. But Cabernet returns only 12 shows, but thank you for all who've already bought a ticket. JB, thank you so much, brother. Thank Thanks, you for guys. coming, uh, and we'll speak to you next week. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.